Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Barra. And I'm Rob Gunther. It's Thursday, October 13th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. Honestly, I would love slash maybe hate to see Putin riding a tractor shirtless through his yard. But first, here's the latest. Nicholas Cruz, who killed 14 students and three staff members in Parkland, Florida in 2018, will not receive the death penalty. The judge read out all 17 counts against Cruz, with victims' families sobbing and visibly upset by the jury's recommendation of life in prison instead. They spent just over a day deliberating the 23-year-old's fate after he pleaded guilty last year to the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. The phrase adjusted for inflation never sounded so good. Today, the U.S. government announced new monthly Social Security payments, which will include an 8.7% increase in COLA, or cost of living adjustment, that's meant to help the program's 65 million beneficiaries keep up with inflation, which, looking at today's CPI numbers, is still very much a thing, especially for people on fixed incomes. It's the biggest raise in four decades. Critics, however, say the adjustment for all is too broad and fails to factor in where someone lives or how much savings they have. The consumer price index is out and inflation still at record highs, but it's holding fairly steady. Prices for goods and services in September went up 0.4% from the previous month, and inflation's at 8.2% year over year. Again, still very high, but not worse than last month's snapshot. This is all unlikely to halt the Federal Reserve's aggressive campaign to keep hiking up interest rates. Max Adams covers Markets for Insider. He says even though we've been through months of these CPI reports before. But this one is really crucial. If you recall last month, the Fed delivered its third 75 basis point rate hike of the year. The result of that policy move was the worst single day decline for stocks in over two years. So markets are nervous. The central bank is still very committed to its hawkish approach in bringing down inflation with big rate hikes. And many pundits argue that the carnage won't end until the Fed pivots from its path. CVS is taking steps to make menstrual products more affordable. The pharmacy chain says it's cutting the price of its own brand of tampons and pads by 25% across the country. And in the dozen states where it can, it'll cover the sales tax on menstrual products. The move comes after a 12% rise in tampon prices over the past year and a growing conversation about period poverty or lack of access to affordable, critical products. CVS is also reevaluating evaluating prices of items like women's razors and shaving cream, so they're not more expensive than the men's versions. You ever have that experience where you're cooking over a gas stove and you accidentally put your arm too close to the flame and your skin doesn't burn, but all the hairs on the edge get singed and they start curling at the tips? Wouldn't it be great if we could bottle that very specific smell of burned hair? That's how I'm imagining Elon Musk's pitch must have gone for his latest product. Yes, it's a perfume that smells like burning hair. I mean, I don't get it, but he must be onto something. The world's richest man announced it this week and says it's already sold 10,000 bottles at $100 a pop. It's described on his website as the essence of repugnant desire. Here at The Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. 
The number of temporary work visas is nearly doubling for the next year. The Department of Homeland Security says nearly 65,000 will be available for jobs in areas like hospitality, tourism, and seafood processing, and just under a third will be for citizens of Haiti and northern Central America. Mexico has repeatedly asked the states to increase legal pathways to immigration, and this announcement comes just as officials from both countries are set to meet. Now, to get a visa approved, companies have to prove that there aren't enough American citizens to take the roles and that workers will be looked after. The House January 6th committee will make its closing public arguments this afternoon. Committee members are tight-lipped about what they'll present, but it may include interviews recorded over the summer with some of Donald Trump's cabinet members and witnesses we haven't seen before. Lawmakers also have footage from a Dutch documentary about Roger Stone. He's the on-again, off-again Trump aide who reportedly met with a high-level Oath Keeper on January 6th, as well as more than a million electronic communications from Secret Service members leading up to and during the attack. The hearing begins at 1 p.m. Eastern. Scores for the ACT test, which high school graduates take to get into college, dropped to their lowest level in over 30 years. A little over 1 million students from the class of 2022 took the standardized test, and just over 40% of them didn't meet the benchmarks in English, reading, science, or math. ACT scores have been declining for five years, and the organization that runs the test says it's because of systemic failures across the country's education system, failures that have been exacerbated by the pandemic. Worth noting, though, that a growing number of critics say standardized tests like the ACT are unfair to students who don't have access to expensive test prep. A jury in Connecticut has ordered Alex Jones to pay families of Sandy Hook victims nearly a billion dollars. Outside the courtroom after the verdict, Robbie Parker, a particular target for Jones's lies, thanked the court. All I can really say is that I'm just proud that what we were able to accomplish was just to simply tell the truth. Erica Lafferty's mother was the principal at Sandy Hook Elementary. And in this big moment, like in every big moment, since the shooting... I wish I could just call my mom and tell her about it. And Nicole Hockley said the verdict restored her faith. People are good, and that good does prevail. But Jones, who has already filed for bankruptcy, says he doesn't have the money. He will appeal the verdict. The investigation into the murder of Las Vegas journalist Jeff Gehrman last month is testing the boundaries of press freedoms. Let me explain. Prosecutors have charged Robert Telles for his death. Telles was a sitting elected official at the time and allegedly killed Gehrman for critical investigations into his office. Police want access to Gehrman's computer for possible evidence, but that is a big no-no for journalists. Federal and state laws protect reporters' confidential sources. Laws, the Las Vegas Review-Journal says, take precedent over even possibly helping bring justice to his murderer. A judge is still trying to work out a compromise. Time for us to play our weekly game to headlines and a lie. And in Dave's absence, Rob Gunther is back to play with me this week. Welcome, Rob. Hey, how's it going? Very glad to be here. And of course, our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. Yeah, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So Maddie, can you please remind our listeners how the game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than anything that promises to detoxify you. 
Is that an apple cider slam? <laughs> that's a that's a slam on every multivitamin everything. I have a lot of hot hot take opinions. Uh, <laughs> so Rebecca and Rob, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. And Rob, last time we played against each other, you did lose to me, partly because you were so terrified of a headline about vasectomies that you convinced yourself it was fake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rebecca, Rebecca, I thought this was a daily news show. That is so old news. I am grounded <laughs> in the present moment. My mind is set on a win here. Maddie, give us this week's headlines. So headline A, American tourist smashes ancient statue at the Vatican after being denied a meeting with the Pope. Headline B, Little Debbie mascot comes out as gay on National Coming Out Day this week. And headline C, leader of Belarus gifts Putin a tractor for his 70th birthday. Oh. Hmm. Oh, damn it. Here's the deal. I know there are tractors involved in the Russian war in Ukraine, and I know everyone was making fun of Putin on his 70th birthday. But I don't know if that headline has been tweaked to be confusing and therefore it is fake because those other two sound very real to me. American tourist up to shenanigans somewhere in another country. Totally believable. Little Debbie coming out as gay. Love it. Want it to be real. Yeah, I'm with you, Rebecca. I mean, I definitely caught the news that Velma from Scooby-Doo is officially is canonically gay as of as oh, of this yeah. week. And this is, sort of makes me think that like this also could be another brand doing the same thing. A, definitely, I think is real. You know, as an American, I also feel entitled for an audience with the Pope. And how dare they not grant this man the request? And then C, C is kind of like, yeah, I'm on the fence. I mean, like, I don't understand the nuances of gift giving for a seven-year-old despot. I mean, maybe that's appropriate. I think if I had to pick, I would pick, I would pick B as the fake one. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm very confused. But I'm, I'm going to go with, with headline C as the fake one. The fake headline is headline B, the Little Debbie character coming out as gay. So Rob is the winner. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. This is, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I knew it. I got two in my head. You know what, Rob? Congratulations. You guys don't have a lot of faith in uh, American tourists. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the real headlines, Maddie. So yeah, a disgruntled American tourist smashed two ancient statues at the Vatican last week. He did this after his request to meet the Pope was denied. The 2,000-year-old pieces were apparently minor works, and they are now going through restoration. It's not totally clear what he wanted to talk to the Pope about or honestly why on earth he thought he was entitled to that. But my guess is that it had something to do with the Pope Mobile's extended warranty. (laughs) The spam calls weren't going through. You had to talk to him. I want to talk to you about your extended warranty, Pope. And what about this other headline? So you probably know that Vladimir Putin turned 70 last week, and one of the stranger gifts he received was a tractor from the president of Belarus. Apparently, the tractor industry is the pride of Belarus, which is really kind of sad. Like, is that all you got? (laughs) But the Belarusian president, Lukashenko, told reporters he uses a similar tractor in his own garden. And... Honestly, I would love slash maybe hate to see Putin riding a tractor shirtless through his yard. (laughs) Man, I was way off on that. Maddie, thank you so much. Rob, congratulations. I'm very happy with myself right now. Be sure to visit morningbrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. 
Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rob Gunther. Thanks for listening. 